Mr. Zaya Show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Zaya Show. Big Cat, aka my sister, my Miha. Hey, hello, Miha. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, girl. And basically, we went to school from middle school years to high school, and now we know each other as adults. And today, we're going to be talking about why people are so mean through elementary, through middle school stage, through high school, and even in adulthood. Why are people so mean? Can you answer that question, um, k Sometimes I feel like um, they would, because they think their life was just like worse than ours, they see that we're happy, so they just want to rain our parade or... Because we were smart back in mm. high school and middle school and stuff like that. So they just wanted to. I think we're still yeah, smart. Yeah, we're still smart. Shoot, we also had some grow <laughs> up though. Not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah, girl, you had the glow up in. Yeah, you definitely had the. Well, people realized the glow up in high school, but I realized before. That. You always realized. You. <laughs> I always realized every glow up from a person. I'm like, girl, you glow. Yeah, you okay? You glow. Like, <laughs> the first question I want to ask you is what was your what was the worst experience that you got bullied that changed your life like forever? Shoot, it was my first grade teacher. She was um uh, my first bully actually. Um yeah. yeah, I like I have like a sightseeing problem and I had problems with like speaking to people and I have a hearing problem. I still go through with that though. But um she was yeah pick on me and get the entire class to like pick on me except for like two people who stood by my side but like had to be in the background because they didn't want to get picked on either but they hung out with me mm-hmm. shoot this lady are you still friends um, with them? no i haven't i've lost touch with them after i left first grade yeah i went to another school crazy because actually my worst experience getting bullied was actually from a teacher too Ooh. in elementary because being a kid that was in special ed, I had a learning disability. I just learned slow. So I was always taught in the slower class. And I remember they tried to put me in honors for math because I had a high score. So they was like, oh, maybe he's growing out of it. You know, he's not special ed. So basically, it put me in honors. And I got torn to pieces, basically, because, oh, you need to make this score since you made it perfect last time. And I was like, I was just comfortable. I just learned the material. And I did well. But, you know, and I guess that's why I'm so hard on myself, because people always push me to do better. 24-7 at that age, especially, like, you know, being six, being told that, oh, you're not good enough unless you make this score. Like, really? Like, you want to teach children, especially at that age, like, you're only as good as your last score. So, I mean, that was kind of the pivotal moment for me as getting bullied. Students, I don't care. I don't care what y'all think, kids, okay? Yeah. You're crusty, you're dusty, you're yeah. ugly anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but my first bully was my teacher, but then that was just, like, skyrocketed for, like, bullying. I had to move different schools right? because of it. That's how bad it was. Jesus. Oh goodness. We don't want to put the school name out there because, you know, the school probably going to sue me. I'm not going <laughs> to say nothing. I won't say anything. You don't deserve to be sued, man. Oh, thank you. But trans, okay, like, but transferring through elementary, did you change your attitude after getting Um, bullied? I was more, like, I was more secluded by myself because 
by the time I went, like, continued up into elementary school, things have just gotten worse. Like, fifth grade yeah. was terrible because it transitioned from fifth to sixth with all my bullies just magically went to the same school with me, middle school. Oh. Like, Jesus, it's just like, can I get a break? I mean, for me, after getting bullied, like, around in third grade, I mean, fourth grade, I went to uh, all-white school, basically, and I was only one of the only black kids. That's a whole other podcast about race, racial uh, issues, but basically, I got bullied because I was black, so really, I didn't feel comfortable with my skin at that time, and then I transferred back to all-black school, and then they told me I was white, I was acting white, you know. And basically, I always felt like an outsider. So when I went into middle school, I had all these guards up saying, like, you know, I'm not this, I'm not that, but I am Isaiah. So it just felt like that just pushed me to gain more confidence, which is sad, but it's true. Because had I got bullied and isolated, I wouldn't learn the true meaning of, like, self-confidence and self-worth and self-value at that. Yeah. Well, teacher to me because they they don't want you to see you go through that, but you have to, you know. Yeah, mine. It was just a terrible experience for me. Um, like even for you, when I saw it happen to you at first hand, middle school was just ruthless, man. Like you wait. They were as ruthless to me. They said a new kid on a block named Isaiah. Oh, we gonna make sure we gonna get him. Still hear my screams throughout the halls, dude. That's how bad it was for me as well. Girl, I remember hearing your scream. I said, "Child, remember the time when I got into a fight and everybody was shocked? Like y'all pushed me to that limit where I'm gonna punch you. Don't come for me, and you're gonna get away with it just because I'm a nice." A boy does not mean I'm gonna be a nice boy 24 7. I'm gonna punch you. But I remember the teacher's like, Isaiah, you could get a stop. I don't care at this point. I'm tired of being bullied. Because why does the, and this is my question for schools, why do the bully get more protection than the people that get bullied? Like when we were in. Like, can I have someone ask? answer that question. Can I get someone on this podcast to answer that question for me? Why does the bullies get more protection than the people that get bullied? Because it seems to me, it seems to me in our cases, let's keep it real. Our bullies wasn't the, okay, I don't want to say this in a mean way, but they wasn't the brightest. They wasn't the brightest in the, in the, in the teacher mindset, right? So they already have a little more empathy versus us. And it's like, oh, we're smart. We're supposed to know better, et cetera. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it seems like, oh, like y'all should know better than do that. And they don't understand this material. So they're not going to understand. Like they just frustrated with, no, it's not just frustration. They're jealous and they're doing things to hurt students that are trying to learn and become better versions of themselves. They don't know what we've been through. They don't know what we've been through. If we say what we've been through, they'd probably be like, oh, I'm sorry now, but oh, yeah, well. Yeah, I understand. Um, one experience with that, when I pick, I'm picking off, piggybacking off of what you're saying, with one of my bullies, they brought me into a room with him when I specifically said, no, I don't want to be put into this room with them. Because I'm uncomfortable. He makes me uncomfortable. He kept picking on me. Even when you tell him not to do it. And he says, oh, I promise not to say anything. I promise not to pick on her. Etc. And they still do it. Literally. 
I got it got to the point where I was literally chasing one of my bullies and a teacher had to stop me. And another experience where like five students and the teacher had to hold me back from two about to punch two students. They still didn't it still didn't work, but like they got away. Shoot. But they still get away with it. And you're sitting there with the emotional baggage and a mental moment, like nightmare, basically, of you getting your like people are turning on you. The teachers that you work hard for to make happy, they turn on you. The principal that you thought was there for you, they turn on you. Like schools need to do better as a whole. They need to do better to bring bullying down a notch. And it's just not cyberbullying no more. It's like it's so bad at this point. Especially after I know kids are getting I know, bullied and it's moment. sad because it's mainly like the, it's mainly like the kids who are like defenseless and stuff like that. Like all the actual smaller people, or like the nerds, or the geeks, or like the band kids, or like the people who aren't like really really comfortable with themselves yet. They're trying to discover themselves, even with the color of their own skin. It's it's terrible, especially like right. yeah, it's and like with our um. Like counselors, especially in middle school, or um, it was terrible. They didn't have like a program set up for it. They didn't have like a right um, like how to handle it or anything. They just said, "Promise not to do dish, and uh, we'll let y'all go." And it's just it still happens. But they need hard yes. consequences. But piggybacking off of what you just said about like you know the geeks and all that. I feel, especially as a gay man now, <clears throat> you know, uh, at that time, I wasn't comfortable. So when you was push- when they were pushing me to like, Isaiah, kiss this girl. Isaiah, do that, do that. That was pressure to me that I never faced. Because recently at that time, nobody knew. I came out to my family and I, and I literally got kicked out the house for a hot minute. So when they was like hey you know kiss this girl it's like is this the only way to make me like make people happy is this the only way to like you know get the approval of my family because honey like in the memories of third grade haunted me because I'm like I'm trying to please everybody else so I did kiss the girl did I like it no would I do it again no but you see how bullying at a young age could also influence you through your years as like a young, like a young teenager to a teenager, full on. Yeah, it will actually bullying will make or break you. It could actually make you push yourself towards like going towards um like greatness and proving them wrong, or it can yes. turn turn for the worst and stuff like that. Like some kids commit suicide over this because they push the envelope with it and it's terrible i i've like i've never told a lot a lot of people about this but like i was thinking about it but i've never done it because um like you know how we used to have facebook right before we had instagram and twitter i still have mine but i found i found a letter on there talking about suicide and stuff and like the consequences of your actions and I'll I'll say his name a little bit later because that act that letter actually saved my life and he was one of my close friends in um middle school. Yeah. And just so happens to be like some of the band kids. And like all of us, we just like hung yeah. out on like the back part of the um the playground and stuff. We were just known as the outcasts or like the nerds, the geeks, the 
the I guess you yeah. call it the losers or something. But like some of the popular kids actually liked us, but not yeah. all of them, which sucks. I just I just feel like this, especially in middle school. When you remember this, when I was basically dating a girl and I was so unhappy. Everyone was like, Isaiah, you're good looking. You got a girlfriend. Why you mad? Like, and I'm like this. Y'all don't understand. Like, I'm not into this. And when I told some of my friends this, it seemed like some of them understood. Like, oh, you're you're possibly gay? Or it's like, we not taught a different sexuality and I'm hoping they're teaching this in schools now about like sexuality like fluidity and the difference between the sexes and you know like well, you can love whoever you want to and transgender and you know all of that now because in middle school for us it was just like either you're straight or you're weird right. no shade but like um you know how like with when coming out and stuff like that with I'm gonna just say about this and then we'll just move on with like the bullying and kind of connects to Sometimes, like, bullying doesn't happen within, yeah. like, the school region. It can also happen within your home, which is, like, even terrible because it happened to me, too. Like, I had it on both sides, but, like, I don't really talk about it. But, um, like, especially if kids are religious and their parents are strictly religious, it's like, you can't be, like, you can't be gay oh, or... Yeah. You can't love the same sex or you're going to hell. You can't have piercings or you're going to hell. You can't have tattoos or you're going to hell. You just preaching my life, honey. Because even though my parents wasn't uh, religious like that, uh, being, okay, this is going to be a whole other podcast episode, but basically being in a black household that holds secrets within like years upon years. Like when I came out, it was it wasn't like oh my god like my son is so comfortable talking to me it was looked down upon it was like hide this from everybody we're going to get you help and we're going to know what best for you so for years i was trying to like my grandparents didn't even know what I, who i was dating because i was hiding it 24/7 even throughout high school and it wasn't up to the point where i was in college and said like you know what i am who i am i'm not hiding it no more you can't shut me up you can't hide the fact that I am gay and that I want blonde hair and that I want piercings and I want to wear beanies and Shoot, chokers yeah. and all of it. Like I'm within gonna do my me. household, within oh, my okay. household, like you know I'm Asian and like I'm Hispanic, right? But I'm, even though I don't nice look girl. like it, but, I got um, multicultural. Yeah, with, they can't see you, girl, so <laughs> they're gonna imagine yeah, you it's all. It's all good, but um. I'm a mix between Philippine and Honduran. My mom being Philippine, my dad being Honduran. I never really had my dad in my life, obviously, but within my, I've been spending more of my time with my mom. So, um, like within our Asian part counterparts and stuff, we were taught to do this, not to do that. Uh, what's right, what's wrong, get good grades. That um, you have to have grades, or you can't do this and stuff. And, like, even for my standards and things like that, it's kind of hard, especially being the first person to go to college and the first person to graduate from high school. I had, like, a lot of responsibilities on my back and stuff, which made me feel like an outcast. And, like, um, even, like, the smallest, like, mistake I made, I felt like I was getting picked on or something. Like, oh, ha-ha, she got in trouble. Oh, the goody goody got in trouble. 
ha ha ha. It's like, dude, right. I made one mistake and it sucks. It's like, okay, I got a B, but whatever. Okay, I got in trouble, but it wasn't my fault. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be a, yeah, I don't exactly. want to be a doctor. I want to be an engineer. No, it's not a safe thing. But still, it's like, I feel like I was being like antagonized and stuff. Hence, yeah. like, I feel like also in like I guess this also goes hand to hand like as like why people are so mean it was like also your ideas of who you wanted to become in the future was looked down upon and it wasn't accepted so you trying to figure out like who you are really and you're trying to do that but yet you're trying to live in society north because me as a young age I already knew that I wanted to be an actor I was like mom I really want to be on stage I want to dance I want to sing I want to you know talk to people tell them stories and it was looked down upon because it's not going to give you money or nothing so once you get a good gig that gets you a lot of money but it's what makes you happy but basically yeah, but basically at that point in middle school, it was like, okay, Isaiah, you're real smart. You should look into medical field and like uh, engineering, business, and uh, political uh, fields, stuff like that. But as I got older, I'm like, I like business because I am a business major. However, I also like being creative and I like doing this podcast. I like to act. I like directing. I like uh, making a uh, stories to tell to people i'm working on my singing so i'm still doing what i want to do but yet i'm making a living but that's a whole nother episode of like balancing your passion with your reality of life but like if i can give if i can give one piece of advice to um like about that kind of stuff about following your passion and stuff um, when it comes to trying to find what you want to do when you get older or with like your career path, because I wanted to be an uh, WNBA player, but it was like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. So let me try a little bit lower. Um, I found music as my passion. And then like, surprisingly, some people were supportive of me wanting to become a music therapist, which was medical field and something I love. So, like, long story short, find something that you love to do. Don't, like, get pressured into having what your family wants you to do. Like, oh, you must become a doctor. But I want to become a clown. I want (laughs) to join the circus. Right. If if juggling colorful balls, making, like, rubber, like, dogs out of balloons and stuff makes you happy, then follow your passion. No matter what it does. Okay, but back to get on to the topic about bullying, because we just gave people, like, a good old, like, advice, and I hope y'all take that. But let's talk about high school. Let's transfer. Okay, middle school was terrible, basically. Uh, High school, that was a completely different feel, because I feel like everybody throughout ninth grade to 12th grade year, people start gaining more common sense. You know what I'm saying? And they start experimenting and learning about themselves and some people actually got better but you see or worse but in my case my bullying aspect wasn't even from the students no more everybody was supportive of me when I came out because it was like I knew you were gay but I just didn't know how to accept it but now that I'm older and I have other friends that are gay I am accepting of you you know what I'm saying but 
upbringing for me in middle in high school was mainly from my uh, sorry to say it, but mainly from my family. And it's hard to say, but they were the bullies. They told me like, oh, Isaiah, like you know, you gotta do better. Oh, really? You just president for two years? Really? Why don't you go for a third year? Oh, you'll never do this. Oh, you never get that. Or oh, you do this. Or you do that. And it just like makes me. Like when in high school, everybody's like, "You got it all," and I'm like, "No, I don't. I need this. I need that, and I need that." You know, I was busy. I always, I did like you thirteen clubs. I did like did everything, and it still didn't feel like enough for my family until the point I realized, you know what? I'm doing this for me. This is my future. If I'm going to do all these clubs, I'm gonna do it well, and I did it well. And look at where I am now in college with scholarship, with a scholarship, not fully paid for. But you know what? I don't care no more. Okay. But the factor is, in high school, I felt that I found my independence. Yeah, in high school, you your independence within that. If the easy where whether you got bullied or not, but it's like high school was like a journey. To be honest, it was like a whole emotional roller coaster from ninth it grade was. and then just goes like snap. Like you don't remember most of that. But it was. I don't. I still don't. People tell me what happened and I'm like, oh really? I'm sorry. Oh no, you I didn't know it was that you petty. Be, but <laughs> you were actually just all over the place. You had a nice smile. You were always nice to other people until they pushed your buttons. Then you got then you got snippy. Yeah. And when you got snippy, nobody wanted to mess with you until you were happy. Exactly. And now that I have a podcast, everybody's like, hey, Isaiah, how you doing? I'm like, oh, you trying to be friends now? Because you're going to be probably uh-huh, exposing uh-huh. my podcast. Yeah, yeah well, nah. Look at us now. We exposing you no matter what, even Snip. if you're friendly or not. But they don't know your names. But if hold on, wait. But if they feel bad, and they think it's them, yeah, that's their guilty conscience. Nothing. We didn't say names. A bully feel- in the world. There's more than one. If you feel bad, text one of us and say, "I'm Best. sorry for what I did." Okay, the end. Yeah, all is forgiven. And all is forgiven because you see, you're thriving, and you feel bad because <laughs> you picked on somebody. Who you want to be working for in the future so you want to make amends before it's too late mm. Mm. Know. they know they're going to be working for me be child one successful person working in the <laughs> acting field and the business field oh, you and it's like alright you want this role wait a minute I know you I don't think this role is good for you it's like why because you picked on me back in high school and middle school didn't accept me you could okay, be, is, depending on who it is, if they still rude to you. That's very true. That is very true. Because, you know, there are some people that I, okay, and I guess this is also going hand-to-hand why people are so mean, and I guess this is like the cycle that we all have as humans, and we just need to understand that this is okay. It is okay to yes. forgive, but not forget. It is okay to say for your sake, like, hey, I forgive what you did, but I will never forget so it what you did to me. It might take some time to heal, but, like, I forgive you for what you did to me, but I, yeah. I'm just not going to, like, hang out with you or anything. We're not friends. This doesn't mean you get a free pass to talk to me. It's going to be a while until I start healing, but I forgive you. It's going to be a long time. 
Especially no, if you were ex, it's going to be a long time. be in my time. life for a good bit until we uh, pop up on screen saying, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> right? We Everybody say sex. happy birthday. Shoot. But do you want to say anything from your high school experience? Crazy. Of- you know how I was also busy too? <laughs> Shoot, senior year sucked though, but it was fun. I don't regret I don't regret going to that school and I don't regret meeting the people that I did and I don't regret <laughs> doing 13 clubs. Dude, I was running band basically with an iron fist, especially senior year, because you saw me running around yes, all sir. over. I saw you because yeah. I had a planned you saw events me with you. Running around in high heels, saying, <laughs> "Okay, I got to get this bus off there, up to the band room in about thirty seconds." Right now, and running around like I'm, a, like I'm a chicken with my head off. Right. Meanwhile, me, I was just running student council as the. I think I was the only one that was president That's... for all four years. I don't want to say that, you but were I think the only I president was. for four years. I haven't heard anybody else because <laughs> it's like different presidents and <laughs> giving them like but, you know, we just gotta have that shoot. Yeah, I need my own statue. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'll get you one later. <laughs> oh, thank you, you, baby. But um, yeah. But do you have any uh adulthood bullying experiences? Because nobody talk about being bullied <laughs> as an adult. Like that, that is unheard of to me until it happened to me because they throw a little more shade, and you know what I'm trying to say. I do. Um, all right, so you know how I work 50 million jobs, right? One of them is um, being McDonald's because I like they were paying good, and I was about to become a manager over there. So basically, with like someone, like this is like very true and stuff, is like being sexually harassed and things, that still counts as kind of like bullying, but on like a very extreme level. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've I've experienced yeah. a bunch of that during like even with um during my high school job at um Canes. Um I experienced uh like That's bullying crazy. and sexual harassment there, but as an adult as well, I've I've experienced that kind of stuff too. But it was coming from like some managers or like um, other people and like customers too. They can be a bitch, no matter. How, no matter. That's how. crazy. But it was mainly in the workforce. It wasn't in your personal life. Basically, That's basically they what could you're just, saying. People could just come up to you and just look at you for like the first thirty seconds. Even if you give them a first impression, like a good impression or something, they might get jealous and they might hate you. You just need to learn how to brush that shit off. Say, "Oh, you're trash. Go away. I don't need that negative oh, energy really? in my life." Yeah, because honestly, for me, I haven't been bullied in my adult years, and that is surprising. But I did have a moment where I saw the signs of a possible bully moment, and I had to cut it off. And also, uh, one of the, for example, it was like in my one of my last relationships, like a year ago, where it felt like bullying on both of our parts and you know at that point you realize bullying is not just saying hurtful words bullying could also be a uh, physical bullying could be also uh emotion 
emotionally draining to a person. And if you are emotionally drained and don't want to deal with this person, then why are you still with them? And I'm like, we are both hurting each other, so we should break up. So really, bullying take phases at work, in relationships, home. and even in your, in your own, own home. self. Classroom. Your it own happens home. everywhere. And plus, you were preaching to the choir. You hit the point when it came to that relationship stuff. Shoot, I was glad that I left my Ooh. ex. And I Ooh. have to thank my little sister to help me out with that because she said, she took all the words out of my mouth and I said, send it to the bitch. He don't deserve me no more. <laughs> Yes, but that's I think that's a whole nother podcast about exes because honey, they don't deserve the like a day. This is about the bully. It's about the bully. I'll join that podcast too. (gasps) Exactly. But I mean, any last Uh, words for the bullies? You guys look at me now. Uh that's why you want to get into my pants. (laughs) (laughs) And my last words would be That's my last words. I ain't got nothing Shoot. for y'all. Relevant. Y'all ain't relevant. Shoot, y'all, y'all don't get nothing other than you get a podcast. I hope. I wish this came out uh early, like seventh grade year through high school, so I could play it for people, so Facts. they can learn some common sense. Facts. But you know, better late than never. Yeah. You know, like, um, <laughs> for all that. Look at us now. We literally look good we're smart we still we're being coming successful and then like you see all these people Girl, like coming out of the blue with the bullying and stuff wanting to date us and things like that wanting us to be our friends it's like and also inspiring others like honey this podcast is like taking off and i'm like well dang if i didn't go through all these experiences i wouldn't have stories to tell other people thank you thank so you thank you bullies sure. for giving me money thank you. thank you you're giving me thank money you for the bad experiences because oh. now that makes me a better actor that makes me a better podcast host that makes me a better person to be friends with thank that. you thank you i appreciate you so i guess people being mean, i guess people being mean is actually a good thing because it benefits your own inner acceptance of your of others and yeah but again it can also backfire real quick so like we try to we're trying to like really like drive home the point is like stop the fucking bullying dudes like you could get arrested for that shit for real especially the cyber bullying oh and please don't Uh leak people that is that is not the move i know people do that now since with technology and stuff you know we didn't have well we had technology back in the day i act like we're old but basically it wasn't like the norm like it wasn't like trending like oh it wasn't but more like at school it was like bullying people on while you while you behind that little screen of yours isn't pretty you just being you're being a coward. It's not pretty. You're a coward. But yeah. So shout out to all the young listeners right now. If someone bullying you, you tell them back off and you tell your parents. And if you your parents are handling, your you handle hands. it. That's all I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say to the young view listeners. That's my advice from Papa Zaya. That's Mama my Kat, advice to you, you got to take it into your own hands. 
you gotta let it off with stride and you don't do anything you will regret okay and if it if they push you to your limits show them what you're made of shoot I'll be, if nobody's proud of you I'm proud of Period. you we are proud of you everyone of all right. age ranges we are so, proud of you <laughs> and I guess it's gonna wrap up this podcast it was fun doing this with you, Cat. I wish we could do more. Hey, yeah, we can. We could Shoot, do- let me hit. Let me get onto that um X one real quick. I got no. some tea to spill. <laughs> I think yeah. I might have a lot of girls for that one, but that's not I'm for till that. a while work. from now. But yes, but this going to wrap up the podcast of why people yeah. are so mean featuring Kit Kat. I'm. And Kit Kat and all her Instagram and social it's media. A, if you want to say it now, Kit Kat Claws Five Four. And shout out to Ilion, um for posting that letter on um, Facebook, making um, making me open up my eyes, dude. And mm-hmm. shout out to all my friends, Jesse, Joel, Italy, um, and you, Boo. Y'all saved my life, and y'all were one of my closest friends, and I will never forget y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a special place in my heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. I we love say, you, Boo Boo. We love you, and the I would say more names, but it's kind of like too much, and I don't think they're gonna listen to this podcast till like way later in the year. So I'm just like, shout out to the special people. <laughs> right. Well, this gonna wrap up this podcast. I'm Zaya, and Bye. we're out.